0: Initiating Startup Secrets.
1: You are now plugged in. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to episode 218 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm Rose Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim.
2: Welcome, minions.
1: Gobble, gobble, motherfucker.
2: That's tomorrow.
1: That's tomorrow. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And... It's already
2: happened by the time you hear this. Yeah, That's very true. I hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you ate until you almost threw up. I hope you passed I, down and watched some sports or whatever you I hope you, do. you did
1: throw up after you woke back up. And then you drank some more, and then you ate some more, and then you puked again.
2: I hope you had my Thanksgiving, not Zach's.
1: Oh, do you want to talk about Thanksgiving soon?
2: No. Okay. No, I don't think I do.
1: Okay. Uh, first half Tasty Treats, guys, is brought to us by The Good Life, which is an awesome TV show and uh good life brewing company uh it's the descender ipa it is seven percent alcohol by volume and that has a government warning uh descender ipa is a blend of a big true northwest ipa mixed with some west coast style we balance the bitterness with the aromatic uh of the hops to make this a downright enjoyable ipa so um let me let me let me cheers you with an empty can i guess because i can't get my beer fail that well hold on then fuck you give me a second
2: he's juggling his beer through wires and cables cheers cheers it's good
1: it's a good life ipa
2: seven percent yep nice
1: all right so, um, yeah, that's what we're going to be drinking first half of the show, guys. Uh, Tim, you want to talk about what you've been up to this
2: week? Sure. Um, a lot of theater. Theater. My son is in the middle of his run of um, Lion King Jr. He's a hippo. Hippo. And I've seen, seen two out of his three performances so far. He's going to have four next weekend, and I'm only going to see one of those. So the first opening night was was kind of rough. There was some pretty funny... Little incidents like there's supposed to be a mouse that goes screaming across the stage and it didn't, and like it just <laughs> laid
1: there dead. Yeah, great. And,
2: and there was like a Kato had to move a prop tree around and got lost, and so there's trees like wandering around in the background. What little... the hell? It was funny. They're
1: like, I can't find my way out of here.
2: Yeah, the second night went a lot better, but they acted their little hearts out. Both performances were great. Um, it's just you could tell that they were getting into the swing of things with the first one. Um, but yeah, that happens with a lot of productions. The first show is always just getting used to having the whole thing all together cuz you can practice all the parts, but it's usually the first time that you put it all together. And it was still awesome and my son's cute little hippo and the the story's pretty cool. Um it's called The Lion King. Yeah. Do, do you do you like that that scene where they hunt the antelope? I do. That's pretty pretty, pretty
1: weird. cool. They sacrifice
2: a human on stage. I mean, they were just it's a circle of life, you know. But It is. But, yeah. Seeing a bunch they have to get
1: of, a new human every show.
2: I don't think they actually killed the Antelope, Zach. I think they do. Okay. Well, in my head, they, I believe they do. In Zach's head, that's what happens. So, speaking of sacrificing people on stage, um, before that, I actually went with my daughter and my friend Megan to see The Thing, um, a parody uh, adaptation at the Funhouse Lounge, which is the place I've probably talked about before that has a clown room. Okay, yeah. And um, – yeah, it was pretty funny. Like, you wouldn't think of that as being um, because it's a very serious, stark horror film. But especially with like the limited special effects they had, they made some scenes pretty funny. Huh. So, it worked out pretty well. The thing. The thing. Yes. Um. They did a lot of, a lot of dark strobes while the thing was emerging. Um. They <laughs> they had an extended sequence where. The dog handler was talking to, like, the whole kennel, and they were talking back to him, which is not at all in the movie. What the hell? Yeah, and so, like, all the actors were like... Like, you shut up,
1: Bob. No, you shut up.
2: All the all the actors were, like, holding up little um, stuffed uh, hus- huskies and, like, having this conversation. Oh, nice. It was funny. And That's then, cool. Which made it really messed up later when the thing, like, kills them all. Ah. Because he's that's how the thing is introduced to the, the camp, as as um, a husky from the Finland camp. Okay. But he's inside of it. And actually, that was pretty cool, too, because an actor was playing him. It's Basically, an actor with, like, a, have you seen those horse head masks? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that, but a husky mask? Nice. So there's a whole scene where the Finland scientists are chasing him, trying to kill him to the Antarctic base where the Americans are. And they blow themselves up, whatever. Well, then, like for the next half hour or so, the dog is just kind of in the background, just kind of like lurking. Nice. <laughs> and it was funny as hell. <laughs> so anyway, um, they are going to be doing Die Hard the musical, um, later this. Uh,
1: is your son auditioning for Die Hard?
2: No, no. This is Funhouse Lounge. Well, you should apply. I don't. Yeah, all the actors are adults, so
1: he'd be the first child of the adult.
2: And some people like to watch Die Hard as a Christmas movie. So why? I mean, it's theoretically set in Christmas. Oh, never seen it. I know you don't see movies. Um, we need to actually plan a time to see the movie I want you to see,
1: like the Harry Potter movie. Yeah, no, I'll go no, with No, you.
2: no, 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 John oh. Wick.
1: Oh, that one. Yes, you gotta like, coax me with food on a Friday night, Be like T- Zach. Zach.
2: I told you I have heroes. Zach, there's food over here. Um. So yeah, that's basically the fun stuff I've done this week. The most I spent a long time cleaning the house yesterday, but no one really wants to hear that.
1: Oh, people don't want to hear about cleaning? No. Uh, so well then I guess we better cut out what I did this week. No, I was kidding.
2: Um Oh that's true, you did, didn't you? <clears throat>
1: I did. Uh I went with my wife and saw your son, Big Hippo, and mm-hmm. it was super cute. And he's in like every single song, so that was awesome.
2: You know what's funny it was when the one uh scene or the one time I didn't see it was when my, my mom and my brother came up. Uh-huh. And my mom asks my wife, is he gonna be in, in the next in this last second half? But she didn't see him, like she just wasn't. What? Yeah, she, I don't know. I mean, he no, was like, "There's a ton of kids on stage, but my mom like totally missed him." In, there's like, only
1: six. two hippos, though.
2: I know. She like <laughs> my wife was face palming. He's like, "She, he was in it." So I think some people were help pointing it out next the last half of the show. Okay. Because you're right, he's in it a lot.
1: Yeah, he is in a lot. Um, which
2: thanks is for awesome. supporting him, by the way, by coming ah, yeah. to
1: see. Of course, thank you. It's always fun. We enjoyed Journey, like. It's like one of our favorite things to go do is like watch.
2: The kids have a lot of theater. energy. It's it's pretty cool.
1: It was. And this one was very um, different because it was, I think the max age was like 15? 14, yeah. 14. So, because it was uh, owned by Disney. So, Disney's rules are that nobody un- over the age of 14 can be uh, in this production mm-hmm. uh, because they want to encourage the youth, I believe it was. Was that the reason why? Yeah,
2: and I don't know if that's universal or just for this one. It might be um, just for this one, because they did have but, to get licensing. But, but licensing. yes, to be licensed to perform Lion King Jr., that is their rule.
1: Sweet. Um, other than that, after that, we went out to Fortside Brewing. Uh no, was My wife, you, your kids, your wife, and then your friend Megan.
2: It's still weird to me that we can bring kids to breweries and, and tap houses.
1: I was very uncertain that we could bring them to Fortside. I didn't realize that.
2: So, little side tech talk. I wasn't sure either. I was like 80% sure. So I looked them up on Google because like sometimes people ask like one of the questions about a business, but it says, um, you can ask the business a question. And so I just literally typed in, can kids come? And if so, when, and hit send along with my cell number and about five to eight minutes later, I get a text saying, yes, children are welcome until we close. Wow. Like the, the business directly texted me.
1: That's super cool.
2: It kind of was.
1: That's really cool. So, so yeah. we had fun there. Um, I always enjoy the atmosphere there. Um, and now they have street tacos, I believe, out front.
2: Uh, they had the Mad Dogs.
1: Oh right, Mad Dogs. Right, right, right. North Tulsa Gold is street street tacos. And remember how I was telling you, like North Tulsa like Gold doesn't have like the cheese for their pretzels. They just got cheese Monday. Nice. So and they also close at ten. So my wife and I did not get to go out there. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. And it sucked, but that's all right. Um, and then. Uh, two weeks ago, I forgot to mention this. Last week, my next door neighbor gave us like a ten year old aged beer,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, big beer, big giant beer. Like think like giant wine bottle, and uh, so we cracked that on guys' night, hmm. and it was un- completely, basically uncarbonated. I did actually I cracked it here at the house, and poured myself and my neighbor a little bit, um, just a sip on, and then went over and had it with him just because he aged it for so long and gave it to me for free. Um and it was okay the first pour, but it was it was definitely a sneaker. Like it didn't taste like alcohol. Hmm. And then it just kind of like slowly crept up on you.
2: So it'll get you drunk. So what did it taste like? I mean
1: So it was like kind of sweet, a little a little bit sweet. Um not a little bit of like a little bit of bourbon, huh. like a little bit of bourbon aftertaste on it. Um, it was more of like a red beer,
2: it was just aged in the bottle, right? Not in oak casks or anything. It like was
1: that. aged in uh oak bourbon barrels. Oh, okay, that's why it tasted like that. Yeah, and then it was also aged in the wine cellar, okay. Um, in the bottle, okay. And uh, so it was actually made by a brewery that's still in business. Um, in California, I can't remember what the name of it is right this second, um, but it was made for the 10-year anniversary of Dukes of Bourbon, which is out of California, and they're a bourbon company. Um, so they did a collab between the two of them. Um,
2: more so, than 10 years ago. So it's probably a super rare bottle that you cracked. So with.
1: yeah, after I cracked it and I brought it over there, the guys were like, "Dude, you could probably sell this for like thousands of dollars." So I still have the bottle. Because apparently, like, just empty bottles of this are um, super rare and expensive, and we can't find it anywhere online, mm-hmm. and they've been searching for, like, two weeks now. They still can't find it. The uh, the last line of knowledge here is to actually call Dukes of Bourbon themselves, um, but there was only 100 and some odd bottles made, and I guarantee you this is the last one that's been opened. Probably. So, and I was surprised, not very much rust on the inside of the cap.
2: That's good. So, um, but it, it was it was—it tasty. And it's been two weeks and you didn't die, so that's good.
1: Exactly. I mean, I probably have like hepatitis now, but meh, you live, you learn, or you don't.
2: All right. Now that I ragged down cleaning, tell me about cleaning your car.
1: Okay. So, my car, when I got back from Vegas, smelled like I murdered a hooker and then stuffed her in my trunk and left her there while I went to Vegas. Well... I mean, no comment. But I had to get that out of there. So I bought a steam cleaner because Black Friday
2: apparently is all fucking November nowadays. And so... I got so many emails because I'm an elite club member or whatever the hell that And there's like, you got early access, but they listed like no specials. I'm like, early access to what? Like, I'm not going to browse your whole damn website looking for a deal.
1: Exactly.
2: That's just dumb. So, um... I think you mentioned your steam cleaner on... Last week, maybe? Yeah, so you actually got to use it.
1: Yeah, so my buddy DJ okayed it, and um, he, or not he, but I, um, just got it in, and I actually got to use it this weekend, um, so I steam cleaned both my wife's car and my car, and uh, let me tell you, mm-hmm. I've never seen dar- water so dark in my life, like dirt.
2: So would it, it works for upholstery, obviously, would it work for carpet? Yeah. Okay. It's our, an
1: actual carpet steam cleaner with an upholstery does it, addition.
2: Does it use anything besides water or other consumables, or you could just steam your heart away?
1: You could just do water. I uh, I did put a uh, cleaning agent in it.
2: So, like, before we cut down our cherry tree, It tra- we tracked in a ton of cherry juice and basically ruined our stairs. And yeah. Our downstairs This carpet. could probably possibly take it out. I'm wondering. Hmm. We
1: could try it if you want. Maybe. Um, so... Did that in my car, slowly got smelling better as I was doing it.
2: Even with all that dirty water,
1: even with all that dirty water. Um, the funny thing is, my wife's interior is all like cream mm-hmm. and hers was black too when it came out. I was like, How the fuck is that cream? I don't know. So, where disturbing. the fuck does this dirt come from? I don't know. Um, anyways. But as I was cleaning the cars, then I decided, ah, fuck it. I'm going to clean the inside of the car. So then I like, detailed the inside of the cars. And then I was washing them. And my wife like came out of the garage and she's like, I found the smell in your car. And uh-oh. I was like, uh-oh. That- my son dumped a whole entire cup of milk in his car
2: seat. Oh, no.
1: And three weeks later, it was still sloshing around oh, in gross. this hidden compartment in <laughs> underneath. So, like, his gross. car seat... Had, turns into a booster seat, so the back comes off. Mm-hmm. If you're not, a, if you don't know what that means, and underneath where his butt sits, there's like a compartment that you can put a, uh, like the, the locking agent that holds the back onto the actual booster seat. Mm-hmm. So there's this compartment, and she opened it up to clean it because it was all like crusty around the outside of it, and there was still like curdled sloshing milk inside there.
2: That's awesome. So
1: that's where the smell came from. So, I spent literally all of Sunday, like, 13 hours on Sunday, cleaning and detailing cars for a fucking sloshing goddamn car seat. I um. mean, my car's clean,
2: which is cool. Your son is like, Fah, ha, ha my plan is complete. Yeah,
1: he's like, ha, I got mom all to myself on Sunday, finally, ma-ha-ha. Ha. Fucking dick. <laughs> he's your son. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, that's what I did this week. You want to talk some news?
2: Yeah, let's do some news.
1: You want to tell me about the Fallout of Fallout 76?
2: Yeah, there's a bunch of news stories. I didn't really put a link to them. I'm not going to read you a news article. Um, just I will say the guys
1: I know that love Skyrim are fucking loving this game.
2: See, I hear that anecdotally. I hear people I follow on various platforms saying they're enjoying it a lot. I have yet to read a positive review of it. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, like, every review read is negative, they say it's empty. They say the fact that there's no NPCs in the world makes it just feel like a hollow experience. That like
1: You would have thought with them doing ESO that uh, this would have been more thought
2: out. Um, just saying. But even beyond that, beyond the negative reviews... Like I keep seeing stories pop up that are hilarious to me. Like the players like triggered three nukes at the same time and it's shot down a server. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Um there's this Hey guys,
1: hey guys, hey guys. All right, we're gonna shoot nukes off in three, two Fuck you, Jerry. Three, two, yeah, one. Times? Everybody's disconnected.
2: I mean that's sort of accurate, I guess. Like yeah. the whole world goes away. And then there's this glitch. I mean, these games always have glitches. Oh yeah, but this one was cracking me up because they're the images. So some people are experiencing like um, stretching glitch. No, the invisible power armor. Oh, I haven't seen that one. So yeah, you know the power arm is really big. But if, imagine if it was invisible, but the character model is underneath. Like people have like really long arms. And, oh like, weird. Yeah, they look super weird, and they're interested. that's strange. So there's like these really creepy long armed people in their underwear. So.
1: Those are also like enemies out in the wild, right?
2: Power armor. I think it only happens to the to the players.
1: Okay, cuz I have seen like glitches where like people have killed like random creatures out in the world mm-hmm. and they're all stretched to hell.
2: I mean that, like, that that kind of stuff happens w- One with-
1: guy was like, I saw a, saw a guy from like half a map away and his neck was like 3 feet tall and his head was like dangling above the trees. And the other like a few days later like a guy took a photo of this like creature he killed and his neck was like literally like a street length with a giant head at the end of it. And then like, one guy was like, that's a fucking creature. I saw running around a few days. I
2: mean, that's kind of cool. I, yeah. I, I mean, open world games always have glitches like that. I've seen them for red dead too. Where, like where this guy like gets shot off his horse and then he's like spinning on the ground. Oh weird. I haven't, yeah.
1: seen, any, I haven't seen any of this shit in red dead yet.
2: Um, well I've just seen videos, Weird. But the last like fallout thing I'll mention is the update they just had. Yeah. So the game's like 51, 52 gigs or whatever. It's uh, a good sized game. You should be reading the game review. The God damn, like... I know, right? Let's skip the game release. No no, 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 no. no. It's my favorite. No, no I no, love that. No. Okay, anyway, so 51. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your son is like making some noise. So 51 gigs is the game, roughly, something like that. They had an update of 47 gigs. Like basically the whole game. They're like, hey, we really fucked up. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a huge This is update. a new Elder Scrolls game. So We're imagine, just going to patch over top. Imagine if you had that one glitch one time where if you push the button, your whole, oh, shit. Your whole game got raised. 90 some gigs. Here we go. <laughs> and then again, you had to do this update. I don't know. Oh, my God. So, anyway, all the stuff I'm reading does not make me want to play this game anytime soon. Maybe they'll put some more content into it, and a year from now it'll be cool, but... um. As much open-world hesitation as I have, this one is making me just give it a hard pass, personally. It sounds terrible. If you're having a great time with Fallout 76, I'm sincerely happy for you. It Uh, sounds terrible. So, tomorrow is Thanksgiving for us. Black Friday! And then there's Black Friday. So, by the time you're hearing this, Black Friday will have been yesterday, I believe. But, a lot of these deals go through the whole weekend and on into... Cy- Next month, Cyber. Yeah, I, I know they used to say Cyber Monday, but Zach's right; it's literally like two weeks now. Yeah. And side note, by the way, GameStop is fucking opening at three o'clock on Thanksgiving. Wow. Fuck them. Wow. There is no video game I need to. Like, nope.
1: I mean, if Red Dead was dropping on Thanksgiving Day, I'd probably be there.
2: No, like literally. I would. No.
1: Yeah. No, I would. Because, fuck family, go play Red Dead.
2: Sell your soul for that. Yes. Well, you're wrong. I mean, you have the right to do that, but you're wrong. (laughs) I mean, I am wrong, yes. Anyway, I didn't mean to go on that tangent. There's going to be some great gaming deals. Some have already started. Um,
1: Starling's already gone.
2: That was on Amazon.
1: That was a one-day deal. Did you get it? No. Neither did I.
2: But GameStop at 3 p.m. on Thursday, will have it for $35 off, which is, I think, $5 more than the Amazon deal. So $45, I think.
1: So I buy it off their website?
2: See, that's the one thing. If you're going to buy anything from GameStop, don't go to the store and harass the poor, underpaid, overworked employees. Just order it online and have some... I just
1: wanted it just for the fucking uh, X-Wing. I'll give you the game. Not the X-Wing. Or whatever the fuck it is. The it's uh
2: Star Fox, Arwing.
1: Yeah, Arwing. I've been drinking for a while now.
2: Well, that's great. Yep. You did that last week and things did not go well. It me. went amazing. No, it didn't. You pissed me off. It
1: went amazing.
2: No. All right. Fuck your- Nazis. Por- Pour my beer in.
1: Yeah, pour your beer in my beer. No, other way, right. No, no, no.
2: Okay, what was I talking about? Oh, yes, Starlink. We talked about that. Arwings. Yes. Barrel. PlayStation VR.
1: Save me, Star Fox. Fox, save me. I (laughs) I tried to talk
2: about some PlayStation VR games last week, but Zach was being a dick. I'll try again this week. All right. But just let me say now that there is actually a reason to have a PlayStation VR. There's actually some good games that you can't. You found the reason. I found the three reasons. Three. I've, Holy there's shit. There's at least three good games right now. Okay. That, that can't really be experienced the same way on other platforms. Um, So, yeah. Those have been They're in, not on Oculus? No. Oh, wow. There okay, are exclus- have- exclusives. All right, cool. Um, $200 for the system. And it, in some cases, even like a game, like one of the ones I like, like Astrobot. That's a good deal. That's $100 huh. off. Damn. Um, It's been popping up and down on Best Buy and Amazon. And the last deal I'll mention um, that's pretty universal of GameStop, Amazon, um, Best Buy, and even PlayStation directly—you can get a year of PlayStation Plus for forty dollars. That's twenty dollars off. Damn, that's, that's a, a really good that's deal. It's a very significant savings. I've is been, that
1: thirty nine 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 or
2: whatever? I don't care about the penny. It, I don't. No,
1: know. Like, am I saying is like, is it forty nine ninety nine? No, no, it's okay. Forty. Okay, sweet.
2: Instead of sixty. Cool. I've been bringing up some of the games that have come up last year on um, PlayStation Plus, and you buy f- easily would have got your forty dollars worth. Just oh, with, easily! Like Yakuza and Bullet Storm, all these pretty cool games. It'll be interesting to see next year after they don't support Vita, like if they'll just drop the number of games. But even if it was just the PlayStation Four games, that is two thousand nineteen when they drop it, right? Uh, it's well, that's next year.
1: That—that's what I mean, though. Like it's yes. not twenty twenty or anything. They're though.
2: gonna just not have Vita games as part of Plus anymore. Gotcha. But um, like I said, good value. Um, if you've been thinking about it, or if you're playing any kind of online game other than Fortnite, there's some weird exclusions. Like some you can't play online without PlayStation Plus. Yeah, like Fortnite. Yeah, the one that everybody plays. Yeah. So, whatever. But if you're playing games online, um, you definitely need it. And even if you don't, I think it's good value. Um, and definitely paying $20 less is Dude, a good Dude, for
1: Yakuza, idea. I would have paid for it just for Yakuza.
2: Well, $40 next week. So, check it out. Like I said, you can buy direct from PlayStation, you can buy from GameStop, uh, Amazon, whatever. So yeah, let's move on to a weird tech talk, I think. It's, I don't know. It is what it is.
1: Okay. Tim, what do you got in tech talk?
2: So it's not something new. I've talked about my Sony SmartWatch 3. It served me really well. I would guess three, maybe four years.
1: Yeah. Is it broken?
2: I think it might be dying. Oh, you should get the one I have. That's what I was going to ask you. So far, so it works. It's it's on right now, but I've had this for a week now. What? The little cloud, the arrow through it. It's not connecting to my phone. Wait, why? Which makes it...
1: Did you do a factory reset on it?
2: Not yet. You should do that. Okay. But it also has been doing some other weird things, like it was at 99% battery for a day. That's not possible.
1: But it didn't die?
2: No. I didn't let it. I charged it again at the end of the night. Oh. And another time, I pulled it off the charger, and it went from 100 percent to four percent in 45 minutes. Did it die? No, it stayed at four <laughs> percent. What the fuck? I don't know, but I just feel like like it's sending. It's on its last leg. I feel like it's sending out signals, like, "Hey, I try really hard, Tim, but I need to go."
1: You should get the uh, Samsung. I think, what what the hell is the model of mine?
2: I don't know. The Gear S3, I want to say it is. Have you had any issues with it? No. Charging, everything's fine? No, yeah, it's all amazing. Okay, cool. There's another um, model I've been looking at that's... It's actually stepped down in some ways, but it uses paper white technology for the screen. Oh, so like
1: it lasts for fucking ever. Is that... What?
2: Like a month almost.
1: Yeah, what so model... The, what brand is that? That is the... Uh, Oh, shit.
2: It's also really cheap. It's like 80 bucks.
1: Yeah, that's the... Uh...
2: I'm curious about it.
1: What, what, what the fuck brand is it? I don't remember.
2: It? It's saved on my Amazon wish list. So it doesn't have some of the features that I've come to like where I, you you know talk to it in a text. You only get notifications. You can't really send stuff back out. Yeah. So that would be kind of a bummer. But I don't know. For the price and the fact that I could wear it forever, it's tempting to me in that regard
1: yeah but i mean you're not wearing it while you sleep so what's really the issue with just charging it while you sleep
2: that's a fair point so i'll probably be looking like you said um just because i haven't seen any other smart watches kind of stand out other than the no, samsung
1: i really really enjoy my samsung
2: with all the innovations apple watch gets i kind of feel a little annoyed at the android market for for that area but
1: yeah that kind of does suck doesn't it
2: like why doesn't google have their own watch We've got oh, that the Pixel, so cool. like a Pixel watch. I want the Pixel watch. Yes, okay, so we're making up products that we want. So maybe I should wait. Google, for- get should, on it. I should wait. I'm for gonna the-
1: tweet at Google. At Google, where the fuck is my Pixel watch?
2: What should be the name of this episode: Pixel Watch Announcement.
1: Pixel Watch Announcement.
2: <laughs> you heard it here first, and uh, we'll come up with some other fresh bullshit right after this break. <laughs>
0: Oh, what
3: <laughs> He's recording
2: a podcast! No! 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 Well, that's a fun break. Yeah. He was recording a podcast, really. A podcast. He was yelling at the microphones. <laughs> Is this something he
1: play with? And we are back. Del La Citra. It's actually De La Citra. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Trapdoor Brewing Single Hop IPA. Hailing from the great state of Vancouver, Washington, which is also a state, by the way.
2: It's a, it's a city. City, a state. state.
1: Yes. Off of the fourth plane and uh, what, what word is that? Is that Mill Plane? No, that's fourth plane. Trapdoor
2: no, Trap door is on Main Street.
1: That's right. Main Street and fourth plane.
2: Yeah. No. Well, okay. It's close to fourth. Whatever. All no right. one cares.
1: Malts. Two row. Pilsner. Wheat. Flaked oats. Hops. All citra. All the time. Keep cold. Drink fresh. Don't be responsible. 6.6 alcohol by volume. One pint. Brewed and canned by Trapdoor Brewing. Vancouver, Washington. com.
2: Nice. I am enjoying the Fort George three-way IPA. It's a collaboration between Holy Mountain, Modern Times, and Fort George.
1: Is that like two girls in one cup? No. Not at all. Two girls one beer?
2: No. It's uh, 7.2 and it's delicious.
1: It is very delicious. I love that one. Yeah. Okay. Alright, hey, cheers! What the
2: fuck? I'm trying. This is awkward. <laughs> I need a cup holder or something.
1: scooby doo wa Alright,
2: you ready to uh, kick it? You aren't ready to kick it, are you? Let's
1: kick it. This week on Kickstarter, guys, we're coming in hot and heavy with technology. Okay. Make your own phone.
2: You make your own phone.
1: You make your own phone, you call people, you play games. It's called Maker Phone, an educational DIY mobile phone maker. Here we go.
3: Mobile phones. Mobile phones are revolutionary. They've changed and shaped the life of a modern man like nothing else. Still, little does an average person know what's inside this magical device. Battery. Oh hi! My name is Albert. I'm 20, Hi, and Albert. a year and a half Mind's ago, dying. I launched a Kickstarter campaign for Maker Buino, an educational gaming device. Thanks to your amazing help, we produced thousands of Maker Buinos and turned our passion and hobbies into something more. After collecting feedback from hundreds of Maker Buino supporters, we've come up with something completely new. Meet Makerphone. Makerphone is a fully functional mobile phone. You can make calls, text your mom, or even play Nickelback. Look at this microphone. It's a DIY mobile phone. It even runs apps <laughs> and plays games. But the main point is that it comes in a box full of electronic components, kind of like a kit We didn't want to put it together so you could put
2: you it together. You sit down,
3: follow exactly. the guides and tutorials on our webpage. Oh, you shit. learn about resistors, chips, yarn? and computers. You get to code cool games and apps in Arduino, Python or Scratch and share them with the community as well as download creations others have made. At the end of the day, you realize that you've built your very own mobile phone. You've become a creator. Being a creator means making something with your own hands. And thanks to that, you've learned a new type of skill. A skill that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. It's a remarkable age that we're living in. With every information you think of a few taps away, electronics have never been more accessible and fun. Obviously, MakerPhone is not as sophisticated nor as smart as your smartphone, but that's not the point of this device. With MakerPhone, we want to take education to a new level. We want to turn consumers into creators and show people that every electronic device that surrounds you, like your mobile phone or a computer, doesn't have to be built by robots. Or lizard people from Silicon Valley. But robots
2: build it better.
3: We want to show you that they were made by people, real people, just like you, no, and pretty sure you my, can pretty make sure easily lizards. something like that yourself. We worked hard on developing Makerphones hardware and software, sourcing components, and preparing a production plan for a year now. But most importantly, we assembled a team of talented and hard-working young people that are going to make this happen. We need your help to fine-tune it, create educational material and tutorials, and mass-produce the device. And we think that together, we can make something really significant for current and future generations. We can turn consumers into creators.
2: So- the phone has a screen that looks like a Game Boy.
1: Yeah. So, I was actually thinking, like, this would be perfect for your son. He can't do shit on it besides make his own games and call people and text.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> all, all of the statements are true.
1: Yep. Uh, Makerphone Phone is an educational DIY. And actually, on top of that, if he can't make the phone, he can't get the phone. So, if he can't follow instructions and do this and learn a new skill then he's fucked he has no phone
2: I mean okay
1: but then you're also fucked because you paid for the make phone right. right
2: yeah I, soldering irons are hard that's all I'm gonna say
1: they're not difficult yes they are no don't be a noob you're fine um educational DIY mobile phone designed to bring edu- electronics and programming to the crowd to the crowd in a fun and interesting way hailing out of Croatia Mhm. Excuse me. 20 hours ago. They're looking for 15,000 US dollars. They're currently at 308,910 US dollars with 2,058 backers. Give us some love. $5 coffee, of course. Um microphone early bird. There's one left at this price. $89. All right. Um After that, it goes up to ninety-four, and the big granddaddy of them all, four thousand three hundred ninety-nine U.S. dollars. Gotta get them all. Four G edition. Thirty maker, maker phone. Four G DIY phone kits. Extra button caps in various colors of your choice. Extra casings in various colors of your choice. Spare components for workshop organization. Printable worksheets. Educational material in a workshop plan linen backpack with a pretty maker phone logo eco friendly being delivered in may of 2019 that's the maker phone ladies and gentlemen make your phone
2: okay zach what do i have a weird fetish about tentacle porn no
1: oh that's cute um um, um john wick porn
2: no it's not a porn thing. No, I, have I just no like bags. Idea. I, I like bags. Oh,
1: you do love bags. So you have bag porn all over your place.
2: So I want a sling bag. That's the latest thing in bags. It a sling bag goes across your chest and the actual bag is on your back. But then with a tug, you can tug it around so the bag is in so front this of you. Has
1: been around for forever.
2: Yes and no. It's really coming back right now, and there's a lot of them being made. So this, I, there's actually one I skipped on Kickstarter that I sort of liked. This one would be kind of cool for our tech on the go, like it packs. Okay. Um, go ahead and play the video. I don't know if there's audio, though, like as far as like verbal <laughs> audio. There's all sorts of slick graphics of this bag rotating in 360 degrees. It's unzipping. All sorts of, uh, yeah, that's my pants, not the just putting a, a drone in different compartments, zipping it up. I like the fact that the top opens completely, you can see everything in the bag, and like, you can totally customize the different compartments inside. Um, Waterproof. It fits a ton of crap. Um, photography. Got a camera and a light and a bunch of stuff. Gamer. Gamer! Switch. It's got the controller. Got um, a bunch of stuff. So it's very modular, like you can move around the compartments, and it's uh, got a pretty big massive central compartment.
1: Oh, uh, shit, and you can roll it up into and a are
2: Yeah, when it's not being used, you can you can condense it to something smaller. Now I'm going to show you on the, it's about the size of a backpack, but it, again, it's like kind of cross your back. A there's a pocket in the front. You can swing to the front for easy access, whatever you want. So, it's a, li- a little bigger than most sling bags, um, but it holds a lot of stuff. Um, and I really like the fact that the compartments are modular and com- and like customizable. Okay. Um, so, this is out of Artesia, California. They're looking for $5,000, which is pretty low. They wanted to make sure they were backed. Um, they've got $69,028 two- so far with 11 days to go. Super early bird's gone. The early bird is $89, which is not that bad for a tech bag. It's a little high. For a sling... Can we go up to the 149? Uh, 149 is early bird times 2. 19 left of 59. I mean,
1: it, I kind of want this for packs almost.
2: I mean, yeah. Like, if I get my camera and our microphones and stuff, like it, it's definitely, there's a use case for that. I don't know how, like, other situations, if I would use this much. Like, I think I want a more compact sling bag for, like, work or whatever. Yeah, maybe. But... It's nice. Um, if you're a photographer for sure, I would say look at this. Um that if you were I don't know, bringing your Switch with some extra Joy Cons to like a, a gaming party for like Mario Party, this would be yeah. cool. Um, I could think of some other uses for it. I don't know if this would be my daily carry bag, but it's a cool bag. It's a very cool bag. I like like I said, the part that it appeals to me is that it has a huge the, the main compartment opens up from the top like and you can also open it from the side i don't know if you saw that yeah yeah so it opens two different ways so if it's on your body you can open it from the side um and have some limited access or if it's like flat on a table or whatever you could open up the huge compartment and see everything laid out i would assume
1: you could even open the top compartment even on the side but just quicker with or on the top i would assume it's just quicker with the side grab
2: so it's really good design um if that's something looks like
1: good material
2: yeah it, it looks like they're talking about waterproof zipper. it looks very sturdy and i don't know it's cool it's a good looking bag um that again is the decode on kickstarter with 11 days to go so what's your next one
1: well um just talk about some stretch goals on that uh okay. fidlock magnetic v buckle has been unlocked mm-hmm.
2: um now zach's getting into this
1: i'm getting i'm kind of getting into this
2: so, 149 right now, we could get one each for 75 plus yep. shipping. Exactly. That's not bad.
1: It's not bad at all. Uh, I'm trying to see... Is that the only stretch goal they had? Wow, that's kind of... Is somebody else here?
2: By the way, one of...
1: Dual storage chambers, by the way. Okay. So, there's two storage chambers on it.
2: So, the side one was not the same? It's a different one?
1: No, the side one's the main compartment. There's also one behind the main compartment Ooh, that's sw- for like laptops and stuff. Or a Switch. Or Switch. iPad. Um, yeah, dedicated 13-inch laptop compartment. And then they also have the SR. It's really big SLR for a sling storage. bag. Like,
2: most sling bags are a lot narrower.
1: They also have a convenient card pocket in the front. Mm-hmm. Built-in sternum strap. Um, it's a YKK waterproof zipper and YKK RC zipper. Water repellent eco polyester outing. water poly or Waterproof coated polyester. Mirror grade plated hardware, dew point pollen zipper pull. Um, I'm tr- trying to find the like, other back like uh, stretch goals, but I'm not seeing my son's screaming down there for some
2: reason. <laughs> I
1: don't dope. know. Anyways, that's really cool, man. Yeah. All right, my last one for this week, guys. Big trouble with simple machines. Science Ninja Comics.
0: Teaching kids science is tough, but we can make it fun and easy with Big Trouble with Simple Machines, a full-length graphic novel that, that explains like the your physics and work, force, and all six simple yeah, machines. His forehead is similar. The problem with physics textbooks is that they look like physics textbooks. But Big Trouble with Simple Machines teaches physical science with action-packed puzzles in a candy-colored universe. I love There's using my hats. comics and games to spark an interest in science. I'm an engineer, but science was my least favorite subject in school. I liked history and English that had strong story elements like the comics and cartoons I read and drew at the time. That's why Big Trouble with Simple Machines teaches through story. Each chapter presents a different physics problem the characters can only overcome by correctly applying a unique simple machine. And these are bold characters with strengths and struggles in a world readers will want to live in, like my favorite comics and cartoons, like Dragon Ball, My Hero Academia, and Steven Universe. Huh? And after wedging, ramping, and wheeling through this epic scientific treasure hunt, readers can reinforce what they've learned with an appendix of easy-to-replicate experiments. That's Eight middle and high school science teachers helped edit this book to make sure it's great for students, kids, or anyone who wants to learn. The book's done. 120 full-color pages. I need your help to print the book and spread the word. This will be so much more fun than a typical science text. Let's get into some big trouble with simple machines. Cool. Teaching.
2: So it's uh, it's all done and you need to help with the printing cost? Exactly.
1: Um, oh. So hailing out of Chicago, Illinois, it's a graphic novel, ladies and gentlemen. Big trouble with simple machines, science engine comics, looking for $12,000. Currently at twelve thousand two hundred fifty nine was seven Woo-hoo. days ago. Just got backed. Just got backed. Two hundred fifteen backers. One dollars gets you chipping in. Um, ten dollars gets you a digital PDF.
2: I'd want a physical one on this one.
1: Twenty dollars. Nice. Um, and the big granny of the daddy of them all is the classroom set. Twenty copies for two hundred dollars. So you don't really get a discount. Yeah, you do. Oh wait, yeah, it's half off. It's huh? Half. Oh, yeah. There's one backer at that. So one teacher back this thing. Somebody's <laughs> got
2: a cool teacher.
1: Somebody's got a really cool teacher. Um, science Ninja Superfan, which <laughs> that's a cool for $100, uh-huh. you'll get a copy of the book, mm-hmm. the t-shirt, and I'll draw you an 8x10 black and white sketch of your favorite science ninja or character of your choosing. Tesla. There's seven backers at that. Cool. So, what's your last one, Tim.
2: It's called Lorefinder, A Cosmic Horror Metrovania.
1: So, Zero Suit Samus, what are talking about here?
2: Um, no, it's more like uh, Cthulhu. Uh, okay. But, kind of.
1: Should I, should I go ahead and it? Yeah, go ahead it? and play it.
2: I don't know if there's audio or not. It's definitely audio, but... So, it's got kind of an 8 bit aesthetic. Um, you have a gun... And there's like. Boo
1: boo, motherfucker! Boo boo.
2: Um.
1: Oh, there's an eyeball with wings.
2: Yeah, the monsters are all kind of creepy, ghouly, like tentacly looking. Nice. Scary. So I'm gonna read the campaign, I guess, since there's no audio. Well,
1: I'm just gonna keep rolling this in the background for you. Yeah.
2: Become Casey Morgan, a paranormal investigator, and search for New England mansion for your missing father. Battle the forces of corruption infesting the mansion armed only with your they wits. Just, like
1: puked something out of their mouth.
2: Armed only with your wits and a 38 revolver and gather scrolls of forbidden lore. But the more you discover, the more warped and twisted the world and you become. Uncover the story of Lorefinder, a 2D metroidvania modern query imagining of the cosmic horror genre coming to a PC near you. <clears throat> so there is a demo of this game um,
1: available right now. Yep. Nice.
2: Um, there's one that plays on the web. Uh, but I think that one only plays with the arrow keys, which I hate. So I downloaded the demo and played with the joystick.
1: So is this on Steam? Yeah,
2: it'll be okay. on Steam. And so they're looking for ten grand. Um, they got 23 days to go with $8,770. If you're interested, you can get a, your name in the credits for $2. Bucks. Uh, the digital early Bird is all gone. They only had, um, let's see how many of those. Oh, 200. Those are gone. You can now get a digital copy for 10 bucks with nice. 69 backers. That's right.
1: 69. Yeah,
2: uh, December 2019, so looking for like a year from now. You can get the original soundtrack plus a beta for 15. Moving on up to the top tier. Whoosh, number 1 fan, $2,500. Um, digital copy times 2, unique boxed copy, DRM free. You get your own portrait inside the mansion, kay. an in-game library book, kay. a Beholder iBat plushie, a custom Perler bead sprite, a thank you card signed by the devs, a laminated member card, a lanyard badge, a signed print, original sound crap, sound crap, sound, <laughs> original sound... Ah, <laughs> oh, that's some real shit. <laughs> original soundtrack, beta testing, digital art book, digital print, mid-boss steam key, ultra hat dimension steam key, earth tongue steam key, and backer name in the credits. The and. Fuck?
1: yeah it's a lot of steam keys man. so what's
2: funny is there's the the next level below that is the patron of the arts with a thousand dollars comes with a lot of that stuff uh, there's one backer that level oh which is always interesting to me when those
1: somebody's mom backed this
2: i hope they wanted a bat plushie so that's lore finder um it's one of those things where you should probably look at it to see what it looks like but imagine like a metroidvania but with guns and tentacle monsters and stuff
1: sweet can we Crash in the games we've been playing. Yes. All right.
2: Let's crash into Crashlands. Yes. So this is a game you talked about probably a year and a half ago,
1: or or more. You yeah. Played, you played it on your <clears> phone, <throat> and you said it was I interviewed. A... <clears throat> Sorry, I, I actually interviewed Butter uh, Scotch Shenanigans mm-hmm. um, two years ago at PAX. Now. So do you have audio of that? Somewhere. Okay. If I have it, I'll drop it in here
2: if not there'll be some awkward silence right yeah. now yeah um, yeah i'm
1: not sure if i still have it okay
2: but if we did we just listened to it so um you graciously gave, got me a code for this yeah and, um my son was bored and wanted something to play
1: does he actually like it
2: he does that's awesome he really does i
1: thought he would i enjoy this game a lot um
2: what's cool is with the switch version they introduced co-op is it only on switch Um, I believe they're rolling out to the other versions, but they brought it on board for the Switch version.
1: I'm just wondering if I can play on mobile and you guys play on the Switch. How many co-ops? Two?
2: Just one. I mean, there's two players. Yeah. So there's like like this robot that follows you around called Juicebox. Yeah, Juicebox. Well, Juicebox becomes playable.
1: Oh, nice. That's cool.
2: And he's like sometimes when there's a a support character, it's like totally limited what they can do. But Juicebox can actually do a lot. Yeah. Um. Normally, I would have my son play the support character, but he grabbed the first controller, and I'm just kind of letting him go with it, and I'm I'm playing the support character. So Juicebox can um, zap enemies, and he basically gets the modifiers of whatever the main character's current weapon is as far as the stats. But instead of a direct hit, it's it's like a sort of long-distance zap. You also have um, special powers, including one that speeds up the main character for a short period of time, um, you have a healing power, um, and there's one other... Oh, you can like... like Teleport, right? Nope. You can well. like unleash this barrage of like laser blasts. Now, all of these things cost energy, and getting hit will also decrease your energy of Juice Box. But Juice Box can't really die. It can be stunned for a while. Yeah. The main character can die. So one of the things we did was when you die, you lose a bunch of your stuff, so you, have to, you want to go back and collect all your stuff that you lost. Um, because I didn't really talk what this game is about. You crash land on a planet and you are trying to rebuild your stuff. And it's sort of a, I guess, Minecraft sort of, sort of. A lot faster though. Like you collect resources a lot it's faster. It's so
1: eight bitty. It's more it's, pixel it, art.
2: It looks more like Stardew Valley, but it doesn't have the day night cycle. Yeah. And it's faster than Stardew and Valley.
1: It's way bigger map. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
2: Sorry. So that's the music from it. Um. So yeah, it's got a really good feedback loop of it. You unlock a ton of uh, blueprints, and like the inventory system is amazing. Like you don't have to worry about your inventory; it yep. takes care of all that crap for you. I love that. Um,
1: Do you guys have these characters that follow you?
2: Uh, we just unlocked a first one. So initially, you can't. Like, you don't even have weapon. Like yeah, you gotta we, get everything. We just got a weapon that was able to kill the first monster that's around us. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and then we got an egg, and we were able to hatch one of those. So now that's following us around.
1: Where the hell? This guy?
2: No. The rock jumper guy? No, it's way way back. Wait. You got way more stuff than we do.
1: What? That's the dude like originally follows you around. Oh, you know what? I leveled him up. Okay. Just a little little gray guy that jumps around behind you, stomping stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, Or the jelly guy. Not the jelly guy. Okay. So, yeah, you're always unlocking new schematics and then it's really easy to... So fun! It's really easy to say, okay, I want this and it'll tell you what resources you need. You go out and get them. There's a teleport feature, so if you're like way far away from home base, you can right, boom right back to it. Like uh, Crafting is just easy. Inventory is easy. And then, one of the coolest features, I think, is my son plays on his iPad a lot and if I was to buy the $7 version on iPad... Do it! Um, because of the Wow, that map is huge. We've only locked a tiny bit of that. Yeah. Um, Like, we could play together, and then he could upload the save to the server, the Butterscotch server. Yeah. Because we have an account now, and then he could download it on his iPad with the same account. And
1: it syncs. Yes.
2: Um, true cross-platform cross play. True, yeah. I, I, I want to see more games do this. It's, it's really cool.
1: I have it on PC.
2: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would all sync across, <clears throat> and that's, that's really neat. Yeah. Um, I love what they've done with inventory i love the feedback loop of... so
1: there's a really cool thing on pc also that i don't think is out to the public yet mm. but it's basically crash lines builder okay so you can go and make your own worlds and like make your own quest lines and then send it out to the community okay and that's really cool
2: i don't know if that's available on the switch version but yeah it's a great little game i think it's like 15 or 20 on switch uh like i, I said, picked
1: it up for like 399 on the phone
2: yeah the mobile version is is cheaper it's Currently eight dollars on Google Play and iPhone.
1: Okay, maybe I paid eight bucks for it. I don't remember. I bought it years ago.
2: It was five at one point. So maybe I bought it then. I a game that's good enough to go up in price that that should tell you how much yeah. of a good game this is. It's really so. Thank you really very much good. for that. And Tony, I'm sorry. Um, his problem. <laughs> so I played Life is Strange two episode one. Um, episode one. I actually played to this point already, but then my daughter learned that I had played without her. She got mad at me. So oh I'd, shit! I had to play it over. <laughs> Um, and the first step like beat your ass and no, she's yelled at me and pouted and did that girl's teenager thing. Oh, I hate that. So we've been playing again and I, I made some slightly different choices. Um, so it's it's a totally different set of characters. It's a brother and his little brother and their dad. Something really bad happens early on and the two brothers have to basically go on a cross country journey to escape the situation that happened. And there's definitely three parts just to this first episode. There's like the whole home life and then the bad event. And then there's like this event where they're on the road and going to this park and um, camping. And then the third part, which we haven't played yet, we're about to go to a gas station for supplies. And I think things will get dicey. Dun, Um,
1: dun, dun.
2: So the characters are Hispanic and this game is set in 2016. It's going to be rough for them. There's definitely some racial tension, like that. There's a, a kind of a jerk white neighbor that's like yelling stuff, and yeah, it's interesting how that little aspect plays into it. Um, looking forward to finishing that third part of uh, of the first episode, and I'm not sure when the next episode comes out, but I'm gonna play that with my daughter. Um, party hard, switch, come party out this hard. week. Um, Tiny Bill hooked me up the code. I've played the Did first. Did they really? Yeah. Fuck. So, I need to uh, make a video at least to thank them and put it out there. If you have a Switch, you should check out Party Hard. It's, Party Hard is a great game. We've talked about this. It's the,
1: such a good game. I'm kind of jealous. I probably should check the I might have one. Did they just give it to you or did you ask for I'd it? I asked for it, but oh, okay. it was
2: super easy. Um, so, Party Hard, I, we have talked about it, but in case you haven't listened to our old episodes, it's like um, it is kind of um, pixelated. I wouldn't say 8 bit exactly. But it's the story of this serial killer who is fed up with loud parties and goes to these different parties. Such a good game. And just stabs people. You can hide bodies. Murder, um, motherfucker! If people see you kill, um, kill people, they call the police. The police will come and get you, and then the game's over. Um, but there's different traps you can set in the environment. Like the first one, there's a speaker that you can set up to electrocute everybody. Um, there's a gasoline can that blows up a room. And then the the games, the levels like change. Like there's some random elements. Like sometimes there'll be a car parked out front which you can turn on and it'll run over a ton of people. Sometimes the car won't be there. Sometimes it'll be a meth lab in the back. Um, sometimes it won't. Um, a lot of variant. Like the the basic layout of the level will be the same, but the, like the the people in it and the traps and stuff will change. So it gives some replayability that way. And then the music itself is really good. Like I legitimately it's love... It's
1: probably my favorite soundtrack.
2: I, I may have driven around with the soundtrack <clears throat> playing a couple times. It's um I don't know how to describe it. Like, I can
1: pull it up for you. Hold on.
2: Yeah, please do. Um. So speaking of, I guess soundtracks. Okay. Uh, I I associate this game with the seventies. Just the whole party ass- hard. Nope. Leisure Suit Larry. This is uh yeah the party hard music. I'll talk about Leisure Suit and Larry for a minute. Let's let's wallow in the. Oh, there you go.
1: This could probably go good with Leisure Suit Larry.
2: Totally. So Leisure Suit Larry, um, total. It was a very popular point-click adventure game back in the '80s.
1: Boobies.
2: I had, had a couple games in like the Xbox 360 era, and he's back. Leisure Suit Larry,
1: maga cum laude. This
2: game's funny. Like, there's all sorts of visual gags in the environment, like the porn store having sperm door sperm handles. Sperm door handles, yeah. Like the Apple Store looking like a Is giant a big vagina. No, it's a penis.
1: Oh, no. The Apple logo, sorry. The Apple logo is
2: a vagina. And then they have these fake like social media platforms like Instacrab and uh, Timber instead of Tinder. Yeah. Um, very satirical. It's and very good. I love that you go on missions or like Tinder dates. Yeah. It's pretty funny.
1: You have to get your Tinder score up.
2: Right. And just to get my Tinder account, I had to do this disgusting mission with these Apple store employees. It involved getting them dirty panties. And, nice. Yeah, but these panties were dirty in not at all a sexy way. Nice. They were so dirty. Was Larry <laughs> even
1: disgusted, or was he like, yes?
2: Any sane person would be disgusted, but apparently not the Apple employee, because he took the panties and was like, yeah. And nice. helped hook me up to account. So, yeah, it's great. Sometimes they talk, like for, but fortunately you could skip the dialogue. If you just read it, because it is voice acted, which is cool. Yeah. But if there's like three or four sentences, like it's like okay, I just want to. All right, and it's cool you can push a button and skip it. That's cool. Um, yeah, you get around the different areas like the fake Uber. It le- it like skewers like every social media platform and app out there you can imagine from Uber to Tinder to Instagram. That's cool. It's fun. It's all awesome. fun. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, all right, moving on. Cause I got a lot of games this week. I talked about it last week, but I want to touch on it again because it's so good. Um, Red Dead Redemption, too? No, we'll get to that. Because oh. once we start talking about that, you just go on for like 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Astrobot Rescue. This is the game that legitimizes PlayStation VR for me. Like, this okay. is a game that you cannot play on anything else. And it, it it's new and it's fresh and it's like, I don't know. It's like...
1: Tell me why it's so good, Tim.
2: It's... A platformer, like, I've never seen a platformer. It's like if, if, like, us sitting in this room could control a little robot that was jumping up on your shelves and going all around us. Okay. Like, not just... That usually, would
1: be epic as shit.
2: That's what it's like. Okay. Because in, in a platformer, usually you're kind of going forward and yeah. it's just, you know... you're just going up. Or you're side-scrolling or even, like, Mario, you're just, like, going, running around in a world in a field. But this is, like, it, it, it legitimately feels like you're you are in the space and the little guy is jumping around you. And the music is good, and the characters are fun. So funny you're moving cute. your head, you're moving your body to look around. No, I mean you're sitting in a chair, and that's a smart decision. You're sort of a fixed point. When you move through the environment, you start to move forward. Okay, um, but it's truly immersive. That's what, what VR should be in some ways. It it's hard for me. Motion to... sickness? No, nope, not at all. Nice, none. Um, that's because of the fixed point of reference. Okay. But sometimes you can't see exactly what you need to see. And you will tilt your head forward and look around the corner. And that's just amazing. Like, that, like you sometimes need... There's a thing blocking the way and you like hit it with your head.
1: That's cool.
2: It's, it's very much you feel like you are in the space. Nice. Um, I really want you to play it because I'm, I can't describe it very well. Okay. And like a video of it doesn't really show you what it feels like. To no, play yeah. Um, and like I said, the production value is really cool. Like, these little Astrobots are not, like, a big IP that everyone's heard of, but they are fleshed out really well. Um, the music's really good. It It's it's just so good. It's really good. It huh. makes me genuinely excited for an aspect of the PlayStation 4 that I'd almost given up on, frankly. Um, between that and Tetris... this Like, uh, Tetris Effect just came out, too. But this game is so good, I haven't played Tetris Effect because... Really? Yeah. Has your
1: wife played Tetris Effect? No. Oh shit!
2: Um, I don't know if she'll like it. It might be too busy for her.
1: What? But she likes Tetris.
2: I'm gonna get back to Tetris. I've also heard there's another game called Beat Saber, where you're like strobing like lightsabers to the beat of the music. That's really good.
1: I've seen videos of that before.
2: But yeah, between those three games and there's a game I talked about earlier called Moss. Like there is a legitimate reason to have a PlayStation VR now if you have a PlayStation Four.
1: If you're into these type.
2: Sure, I think you would like Astrobot. I really I, do.
1: That one sounds like it'd be fun. I'm actually very interested in the Tetris effect as well. So
2: I think you would like both of those for different reasons. Yeah. Um, and that is finally the end of my games list this week. All right, Red that's dead why Redemption. I didn't have anything to talk about this week. I was playing. My games.
1: phone's dead, or I was going to play Wild West music for you.
2: Oh. Uh, but
1: I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah. And the one thing I will say about my uh, Arthur Morgan is he is, an.
2: In... Your son? Okay.
1: Demons are coming out of the bathroom right now. Um, he is the, like, exact opposite of a racist, because back in the time of the Wild West, it's right after the Civil War, um, and there is a lot of hate on African Americans and Mexicans and basically anybody who is not blatantly white, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I was kind of on the fence, because he runs, like, in the gang that he's in, there is a black gentleman, a Native American... And I think there's a Mexican, too. I haven't done a lot of missions with this one guy yet. I'm hoping it plays out a little bit more. Um, But I just did a random freaking quest for this dude that I was like riding my horse through the freaking field. He was like, I need your help. He's like a drunk dude. He's like stumbling around with a bottle in his hand. And I was like, well, get off my horse, pull my gun, see if this guy's going to try to take my horse or shoot me. Or like CV actually has a like actual story, and I guess he got kicked off of uh kicked out of his house, like he got repossessed. <laughs> wonder and, why? Yeah, I wonder why. Um, and anyways, he was like, "If you ever go there, like, I want to have my like, my grandfather's pistol and our ledger book and a pocket watch." So like, all right, cool. So I don't know. It was like a few days ago or whatever. I happened to like come across a part of this map where it was like. Yeah, it has, like, a big white circle around it, which means, like, there's something that needs to happen there. Okay. And so, like, I zoomed in on the map, found there's, like, a random house I need to break into. It's all boarded up and everything. But, uh, stumbled around the house, got the items out of there, found that this guy was an actual slave owner. Oh, no. And, uh, so the, his- The ledger, drunk guy, right? Yeah, the drunk guy. Okay. So, his ledger book, whereas, in like, most of it is, like, property and value and, like, cash funds that you own and like assets his were all people
2: that's fucked up
1: and my character was instantly just like the fuck is this and like just like instantly just portrayed his hatred for racism and so when we went back to get the book the guy was like pissed that we brought his watch back that was his granddad's and his this like old rusty gun but was like, please tell me you got the ledger book so I can claim these this property, and my fucking guy like looked at him straight in the face and just fucking threw it in the fire that he had going. Nice. He's like burnt the ledger book, and I was like, all right, Arthur Morgan is not a fucking racist. Cool. He fucking like stands up for these people, um, and then instantly after that, I got back on my horse and rode off. And there was a madam in distress, and she's like, please, sir, please, sir, help me. So I got off my horse, and she fucking shot me the hell? Yeah. And like instantly, like 12 other fuckers started riding up on their horse trying to kill me.
2: So she was like a decoy.
1: Yep. So I killed all of them. Nice. And I got reported for murder.
2: And then I ran away. Whatever. You were ambushed.
1: Yeah. Well, the fucking law doesn't so, give a shit in the, sound, are, in the way. Is
2: the bounty system a pain in the ass?
1: At first it was. Okay. Um, As I've learned the bounty system, like if you get a bounty mm-hmm. put on you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it says wanted across the top. Get the fuck out of there. Okay. Just fucking flee.
2: Does it, like, diminish over time or something?
1: Slowly, like the stars in uh, Grand Theft Auto, it'll slowly go down. And as long as they don't see your face... So, kill everybody that sees you. And then... Just like Party Hard. Yep, just like Party Hard. But as long as they don't see your face and you run, they can't describe you and they can't figure out who you are. So, your bounty goes away. Um, so... I'm still playing extremely good, trying to help everybody, trying to do the right thing. Uh, On the morality scale, my guy is an extremely good guy, Um, and it's been a lot of fun. The story's really good. The story's kind of interesting, though, like um, playing Red Dead Redemption, the original game, which is the sequel to this game, um, seeing the connection between John Marston and his son... Um, kind of perplexes me as to why John Marston gave a fuck about his son in Red Dead Redemption.
2: Okay.
1: And kind of leaves me, like, wondering, like, what's going to happen in the rest of the game that turns him around to actually be, like, a fucking father? Because right now, you're the father to John Marston's son, teaching him how to fish, how to ride horses, how to basically do everything. Um, and,. So, I, I'm very curious as to where this is going to go uh, story-wise, but I'm I'm not really progressing the story. I'm just riding around.
2: You're doing the Zelda thing almost.
1: Hunting animals, helping people when they need help, upgrading my weapons.
2: Are those little side quests like, sir, please help me, is there a, a variety in them or are they kind of save me?
1: Um, there's a variety in them. Like the, like the go and get this guy's ledger book and his watch and stuff was just random Yeah, that's, that's pretty that. unique. Yeah. Um, there was another one that like came across a the town. There was like a civil war. Uh, I think it was union soldier. I can't remember. Union was blue. Confederates was gray, right?
2: Yes. Was it? Right. Yes. Okay. I thought you were into history. I am, but
1: I'm just making sure. Cause yeah. I, have, yeah, I have. Union's I have, blue. Yeah. Union's gray. blue. So you come across some union soldiers who are like missing like an arm or a leg and they need some cash. Well, one of them was like, they needed, I can't remember like personal, they lost like a photo or something like that. Like Confederate soldier has been rumored to have it or something like that. So you wouldn't get back the photo for them. Um, and then did I tell you about uh, the possible love of Arthur Morgan's life and her brother being in a cult? No. Oh Yeah. So there's a... There's so what's the
2: cult, like, based on?
1: On... Well, turtles. What? Turtles.
2: Like the world turtle, or the, the turtle that holds up the world on his Oh, back?
1: I'm not sure. I didn't give the guy enough fucking time. I just punched him in the face and took the girl's brother.
2: Okay. I would have thought you'd <laughs> learn more about the cult.
1: I let him talk for a little bit, but he goes, he's... Whenever, like... Okay, You're so, like,
2: uh-huh, tell me more, uh-huh. T- Got punch in the face.
1: Yep, yeah, I was like, uh-huh, tell me more about the cult. Tell me more. And then they're, like, backing towards a cliff, and I was just like, y'all gonna fucking commit suicide. So then I, like, instantly pulled my gun, they all got pissed, and then the brother jumped on his horse and, like, started running, had to chase the fucking brother down, had to shoot the gun out of his hand because he was gonna commit suicide, take him back to his sister, and they got on train and left. I figure we're gonna see him again. I think Arthur Morgan's gonna end up getting married in this game. Pretty positive. Alright,
2: cool. Yeah,
1: that or I'm gonna kill her. One or the other.
2: One or the other. Yep. Have you had time to play any other games? Nope. Not surprised.
1: I mean, I've had the time. Have I made the time? No.
2: no I'm glad you're enjoying it. it sounds so, like your jam.
1: It is my jam. So, uh, But there I are mean, other games I, coming out. I could talk about it more if you'd like.
2: No, it's okay. Let's talk about games that are coming out this week because right. it's kind of the end of the year where a bunch of are coming out now.
1: Are you ready? hmm Here we go. ATV Drift and Tricks Definitive Edition Xbox One. At you tongue. Hold on. It's my fault. Tim's trying to play the music.
2: I'm trying to play some music underneath you. Here. here you go.
1: Echotong Chulu Tactics PS4, Battlefield 5 PS4, PC, Xbox One, Beat Saber VR PS4, Bendy and the Ink Machine PS4, Xbox One. That looks up your alley.
2: No, I want to play Beat Saber. Well,
1: okay. well, Bendy the Ink Machine looks pretty good. Yeah. Cool I, Boxing yeah. Apocalypse VR. I want to play that PS4. Uh. Crow, the Legend PS4 Farming Simulator 19 That's all Q PC PS4 Xbox One Flashback PS4 uh, Gundam-onious? Gundamonious That's Q Gundamonious
2: yeah, Gundam is like the robot
1: Yeah Gundamonious I think is actually the name of it PS4 Mecho Wars Desert Ashes uh, PS4 Vita Slay Away Camp Butcher's Cut Vita Squishies VR PS4, Storm Boy, PS4, Switch, Warframe, Nintendo Switch, YouTuber's Life, Oh My God Edition, PS4, Switch, Xbox One, Desktop Soccer, Nintendo Switch, Eternal, Xbox One, Nero Blocks, Xbox One, SteamWorld Dig 2, Xbox One, uh, ATV Drift and Tricks, Switch, Adventures of Burn and Tram, Fiddle, Episode 2, A Bleaker Predicament, Nintendo Switch, Battery Jam, Nintendo Switch, BB Antina Adventures with Horses, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> BB Bloxburg, Big Broom Race 3, Nintendo Switch. Gem Crash, Nintendo Switch. I am the hero. Xbox One. This is Zelda Knockoff. Miss Plosions Man, Nintendo Switch, which is like Miss Spider Man.
2: That's weird because that was an um, Xbox 360 arcade title. It was ex- exclusive on Xbox. So for that to come out on Switch is strange.
1: Nidhogg 2, Nintendo Switch. Panda Hero, Switch. Party Hard.
2: Yes. Yeah, stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab, stab. You need to try this game. It's so good.
1: Please don't touch anything. Nintendo Switch. Steambird, Switch. Titanic VR. I want to play that. PS4. Waku Waku Sweet! Switch.
2: What's that so, called again?
1: Waku waku sweet.
2: All right.
1: World of One, Xbox One. Yes. Zeus Quest Remastered, Nintendo Switch. And acho Chong tactics.
2: Oh, that's the one where like there's Nazis and Cthulhu. Oh really? But okay. it's it's the RTS that the type of game I don't play. Gotcha. Xbox I love one. the aesthetic.
1: Forever forest which is a forest you walk around forever you can never escape it's, it's like the
2: lost woods in zelda but that's the like whole game
1: exactly so
2: it's a lot of games um,
1: yeah and until next week guys don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show twitter and instagram at plug and play cast youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer and until next week don't forget to prime and shine
2: I kind of want to stab some zombies now. Let's stab some zombies.